Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome, everyone, to today's edition of Calvary Live. So glad to be with you. My name is Jeff Figs of Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado, and I am with you on this Tuesday before Christmas. Such a blessing to be able to talk with you and to minister to you and pray with you. So Calvary Live, of course, is the program where you, the listener, get to call in and ask questions about the Bible, or you get to ask questions about Christian living or what's on your mind, and then to be able to also give prayer requests. You just heard that call-in number is 303-690-3000, so we have all open lines. Grab one of those open lines. I know that uh, as we are a couple days before Christmas and Christmas Eve, that a lot of you are probably out doing some shopping and errands and school is out for most of the kids and things like that, but I'd sure love to hear from you. So give me a call at 303-690-3000. Let's go to the Word of God as you ask your questions. Let's encourage uh, each other. Let's be blessed in the Lord. We get to talk about Jesus. It's what I love about Calvary Live, that this uh, program is different than a lot of other talk programs because we get to talk about the Lord, and we get to to be encouraged in the Word of God. So give me a call. All open lines right now, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And there's another way for you to be able to ask a question or to ask for prayer, and that's through a dedicated text line. And that's a different number. That is 720-336-0897. And so... It's for texting only. Be careful as you are texting. But as time permits in the show, we will go to the text line and we will answer those questions and we will also uh, take those prayer requests. I do want to remind you, and especially I want to remind you during this Christmas season, that that text line is a prayer line that is available for you to text in a prayer request uh, anytime, day or night. And the prayer team, the staff at Calvary Church in Aurora, where Grace FM originates, uh, will be looking at those prayer requests, and there will be those who will be praying for you. So I want to just remind you of that, because uh, Christmas season, and as we uh, have uh, a New Year's coming, that it can be sometimes uh, a lonely time for some, or maybe feeling isolated or anxious. And I'd love to be able to talk with you. So the call-in number, 303-690-3000. Grab one of those open lines. And then text line is 720-336-0897. And let's talk about the, the Lord. Let's go to the Word of the Lord. Let's go to His throne of grace and time of need, as Hebrews chapter 4 says, as you give those prayer requests. I do want to welcome all of you who are listening in live today on this Tuesday again, Tuesday afternoon, late afternoon uh, in Colorado and Wyoming, listening to Grace FM all along the front range of Colorado. Welcome on this beautiful, beautiful day, and uh, hope you can give me a call. Love to hear from you. I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. 
And then also those of you who are listening live on Radio by Grace all throughout the country, uh, a number of stations, uh, we are so glad that you guys are uh, a part of uh, the program, and you are listening live on this Tuesday as well. So give me a call at that number, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And then those of you who are listening on another radio network, perhaps on Hope or Truth FM, uh, we welcome you to call as well. You are a week delayed in listening to the program, but you get to call in, and you're going to talk to me live today, and then you get to listen to it next week on the uh, radio network that you're listening to, perhaps uh, Higher Rock Radio in Idaho uh, as well. So give me a call. I'm so glad to be a part of your guys' life, too, for a number of years. Uh, you guys out there in the East Coast and Pennsylvania, that includes Philadelphia and Maryland, Baltimore, uh, Newark, New Jersey, uh, those areas that you've been a part of Calvary Live. So give me a call. love to hear from you guys all the time. So, so grateful to have you with us. And then those of you listening online, our online uh, audience is growing all throughout the country. That number is uh, available for you, uh, for you to call anywhere in the United States, 303-690-3000. And again, one more time, the text line is 720-336-0897. The phone lines are starting to fill up. When somebody hangs up, you know you got an open line. So grab one of those open lines and let's go to Jason in Commerce City. Jason? Hi, Pastor. How are you? I'm good. You're on Calvary Live. Oh, great. Um, I just I, I, uh, had a, a prayer request. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to be going through surgery tomorrow afternoon. Absolutely. I just wanted to pray um, for the doctors and everybody who's going to be there working on um, mm-hmm. my spine. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Father, I pray for Jason as he calls and he's going to have spine surgery. And um, I just pray that it would uh, bring healing to him, relief to him. Uh, the spine is a very fragile part of our body. Uh, it, it can cause a lot of pain when it, there's injury or it's, um, it's just uh, the infirmities or when it's afflicted. And Lord, I just pray that you be with the surgical team. I pray that you would guide their hands and the medical staff. I pray for Jason that you would just give him a peace um, during this time, comfort, healing, Lord, strength, that he would recover uh, from the surgery and in the recovery he would see you ministering to his body and to his heart as well in his mind, that he gets stronger every day. And Lord, I thank you that Jason... Um, has you that are, is with him, that it's not just going to be the medical team in that operating room, but you're going to be in there too with him. And so, Lord, I pray that he would sense your presence, that you would just uh, work and, and um, that you would uh, minister to him physically, spiritually, Lord, um, in every way, and bring in recovery to him. And I pray that you would bless his Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. You bet, Jason. And if you ever get a chance, tell us how the surgery went and how you're doing, okay? I will. Thank you, Pastor. Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. We'll be praying for you. Thank you. Maybe you, 
maybe you have a prayer request, love to pray with you. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number and um, the text line again, 720-336-0897. We got an open line. Uh, The second number I gave you, of course, is the text line for you to text in a question or a prayer request. Let's go to Atlanta. Ray's online too. Ray? Yes. Ray? Uh, how are you, Pastor? I'm good. Welcome to the program. Yes. Uh, I'm calling uh, from my wife. Uh, she's battling cancer. She just started chemo. And uh, we've been, uh, like I say, uh, only into our fifth or sixth day. And uh, we do mission work to India. Uh, we're both in our 60s. Uh, of course, the enemy attacks at any time. And the scripture that I've been saying a lot about is 1 John 5:14, where it says, and this is the assurance we have that if we ask anything according to God's will and he hears us and we know that he hears us, we shall have what we have asked of him. My will, of course, is to have her here and have at least another 20 years of doing kingdom work. Yes. God's will is God's will, and we can't override that. But I'm right. praying, scripturally speaking, that my will and his will lines up. I'm yes. very strong in my faith, and I believe the force of faith, if it's so strong and he sees your heart, I, I would assume God answers prayer based yeah. on, yeah, I don't know, yeah, whatever and, he feels, uh, of course, is uh, the most, I don't know if the word best for us is, but I know yeah. that he answers prayer, and I just wanted a faith-uplifting prayer from you guys. Absolutely, and we're going, we're going to pray for your wife, and you know, as you were talking, it reminds me of what I was telling a congregation, we're going through Matthew, and as Jesus was praying in the garden, uh, Father, you know, not my will, but your will be done. And I really believe that is the the prayer of faith. That is the prayer of faith, knowing that we can come to him. He invites us to come and pray, and that's what we're going to do. He invites us to pray for healing, uh, for our prayers and supplications with thanksgiving, is what the Scripture says. I'm so thankful for that. And we know that the Lord is gracious and merciful, and he desires to work, but I, I you know, I really um, believe the Lord's going to honor your heart as you say, Lord, uh, whatever your will is, because you guys have put your lives into his hands, and you have said our lives are not our own. So you're serving in India. It just blesses me to hear that, and whatever you have for us, Lord, we can trust you and rest in your love, and and we're going to just pray for God's mercy and grace upon your wife and Lord yes. we do. Thank you. We just we just pray. I pray for Ray. I thank you for his just even as he calls in for this prayer request to give me encouragement that he desires to be in your will and you invite us to come to you. You're a loving father and Lord that loves your children. And I know that you love Ray and his wife her body is battling cancer right now. She's going through chemo. And Lord, we ask in Jesus' name for your mercy and grace to be upon her. We do pray for physical healing. We pray that you would take the cancer away. Lord, that uh, if you choose to use the chemo um, to do that, 
that you would help her during this process because it's very difficult. But Lord, I just pray that you would show yourself strong on her behalf. But I also pray that they would see you working and just ministering to them. And even as Paul said, that your grace is sufficient. And Lord, that uh, they would just marvel um, knowing that you're with them and that you would just uh, reaffirm your love to them. But we do pray for this healing. And I pray that you would bless them this Christmas and into the new year. And Lord, that um, you would show yourself strong on their behalf. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. There's a scripture, Mark 11, and I'll leave you leave you with this. Uh, have faith in God. If you say into this mountain, be thou moved. And we have two sons, 39 and 29. The 39-year-old drifted away, and we want him to see that this miraculous healing from God yeah. will take place and draw him back to the Lord. Uh, he married a woman not of the faith, uh, and uh, make a long story short, uh, we will not do the healing, like you said, the physical healing, the manifest, and, and this will show him the mighty, awesome power of God's compassion and mercy, yes. and it'll draw him back to us. We are, uh, Verse 25, this is my point. It says, and if you're at aught with anybody, go lay your gift down at the altar, go make amends to them, and then come back. We're not at aught with him, believe me. We've talked to him, but it's not a normal family relationship. He's uh, yeah. kind of out there, not really wanting to talk to us. And we said, hey, uh, you know, we're not mad at you. And we have grandchildren we haven't talked to in a couple of years. So mm-hmm. it, it, all, uh, it all adds up this time of year, Pastor. It and does, uh, yeah. we want him to see that ultimate healing yeah. for his mom, yeah. you know? Ab- absolutely. And we're going to, you know, just pray that he comes home, you know, son, come home, come home to the Lord. And um, and a lot of us are praying that, Ray, this Christmas season, because our young people are being pulled away in so many different ways out into yes. the world. And, and it's just, uh, it's heartbreaking um, when we see our children and our you know, and then it affects our grandchildren. So, Father, I do pray. I pray for raised sons that is drifted away, yes. and we see yes. so much of it. And I just want to pray for for those who are listening that have children that have gone out into the world. We pray that you bring them home. And Lord, I I just I just sense with Ray, it was the the father who went to the edge of the road and looked every day for his son, and then he saw him come home. And, Lord, bring the prodigal home. And, Lord, may he just see the reality of Jesus working in their lives and in his mother. And, Lord, I just pray that you would just um, just do that work in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. You have a you blessed bet. Christmas in the Lord. You guys yeah, are great. Just, now, thanks, I don't know Ray. if you have a prayer list, but just keep, yep. keep me on your list. Thank you. Thank Abs- you so much. Absolutely. And, Ray, keep in touch with us, okay? I'm going to give you a praise report when she gets healed. Amen. And I'll be one of the happiest Christian men alive. Yeah, we'll rejoice with you, all right. All right, thank, thank you, Pastor. You, Ray. And what's Christmas. your first name again? It's Jeff. Jeff Figgs. I am here in Greeley, Colorado. So Jeff Figgs. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Absolutely. God. 
303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Just so appreciate you guys calling in Radio by Grace. They're Ray in Atlanta. And then we're going to come back now. we got an open line. We're going to come back to Colorado. Let's go to Ralph in Fort Collins. Ralph? Hey there. How you doing, hey. Pastor? I'm good. How are you? Hey, I'm driving. Hey, um, so I was just um, wanting to know uh, mm-hmm. about um, asking for forgiveness, um, you know, even after salvation, um, if, that's, if that's clear. Yeah, are you are you asking? Is it necessary? Do we need to do that? Because some people will call and say, "Well, if we're forgiven of sin. Do we have to confess our sins, or um, is there, you know, any specific? Is that kind of the the what you're thinking?" Well, yeah. So, um, you know, if I'm, I mean, obviously throughout the day, I'll, I'll you know I'll get annoyed at someone or just behave in a in a non-Christian, <laughs> non-Christian way. And so, you know, I, I'm, I was just wondering, um, you know, I've, I've learned that, you know, Christ died for our sins, and he's forgiven right. us for everything we've done now, right, and done in the, in the right. future and done in the past. Is it, you know, is it, is it, is it customary? I mean, is that like a, is that like a Christian, you know, to behave Christian-like and then... <laughs> <laughs> to to constantly ask Lord forgive well, me for you know for for being upset at him on the road yeah. for cutting me off or for yeah you know, whatever yeah yeah like I've never done that before you know it's like you know we we do and we're still in this flesh and we can react out of the flesh and and I I think about First John one nine that says if we confess our sins he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And if we do sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, as you move into chapter 2. Here's the thing about confession. Confession means that you're in agreement with. And so when I cut somebody off or I'm angry at somebody, you know, it seems like to, to me, Ralph, I'm always, Lord, forgive me for, you know, these attitudes. Forgive me for you know, these things, it's a daily process. But what that does is when you're confessing, to me it just um, keeps the world and the enemy from keep building this this wall. It just kind of tears it down, and and you're in confession, you're in awareness that I fall short, and Lord, please help me. And that's what a relationship is all about with the Lord. So there's nothing wrong with it. It's not unusual— it's just being honest before the Lord, saying, "Lord, I'm in agreement. This is wrong. Help me." And uh, I'm I'm so grateful that we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. So we are told to confess. We are told to come to Him, and I think that the Lord really ministers to us as we do that and tearing down those. Because if we go through life thinking I don't need to confess anything, or you know, then then we're not aware of our sin, and when we're aware of it. And then we say, Lord, I'm sorry, because we will always be battling this flesh. And, um, you know, I I wish that I didn't have to, but I do. And um, to be able to just say, Lord, I'm in agreement with you, not making any excuses. You know, the guy cut me off, and that's why I'm mad, and I don't have to confess it. It's like, no, Lord, I've I've sinned. I'm, I'm sorry. And to just go from there and to know that he's so forgiving and we have that advocate, uh, that defense attorney, Jesus Christ. 
and uh, and it's just showing that you're aware of those things um, that yeah. the Lord says is you know that we fall short, and that's what sin is. It just means missing the mark. And unfortunately, when we come to Christ, we're a new creature in Christ. We have a new heart. We have forgiveness of sin, but we still got that sin, you know, the sinful flesh that we battle with in the world, and it's all part of it. So I, I think it's it's good for us to say, Lord, I, I confess it. It's wrong, um, and and to be able to, we're invited to do that and told to do that. So hopefully that helps. Yeah, absolutely, and I appreciate you doing that. So. You know, um, being being that you know we all we all sin like this. So, um, and 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 you know we've learned that we are to constantly be in prayer. So I take it that God is because of this, He knowing that we're constantly going to be screwing up, that mm-hmm. we are constantly in prayer, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is yeah. This is like this is like going. I mean, in my mind, this is going on. You know, throughout the day. And yeah. you know, yeah. and and, my, and the battles that we have, and exactly. for me at least, and then yeah. and so it's it's not, and 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 I guess this is where I wanted a clarif- clarification on. So, you know, to when I'm when I'm in when I'm praying before you know before we eat in our meals, right? It's it gets it gets almost like to the point where it's uh, my my prayer becomes, uh, Lord, thank you for this you know for this meal and it's. I don't want it to be just a uh, like a constant, same repeat repetition, right? Yeah. And so, and I find that happening a lot, you know. And mm-hmm. so it's 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 just come to mind lately. And so, yeah, yeah. And, I'm, I'm, and <laughs> you want to keep it fresh and real, and and you know, personal. And that's what's great about being a Christian is that we can do that. Just sharing our heart. It's that conversation with the Lord. And throughout the day, and that's what you're doing as you're driving, as you go about your day, and just staying in communication with the Lord and honest before yeah. the Lord. So I think that's great, wonderful. Hey, Ralph, have a merry thank Christmas. You. Okay, uh, be you. safe you driving out there. Uh-huh. All right, take care. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand. We're going to continue. We got an open line, so give me a call. Let's go to Debbie in Castle Rock. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Pastor Jeff. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thanks for taking my call. So I was raised Catholic. Um, My mother is a devout Catholic, and um, she recently, I was going through a Bible study, and we were reviewing the Book of Joel and kind of shared with her some some things that kind of uh, got her excited about the Bible and being raised Catholic. We always had a Bible in the house, didn't necessarily read it. Um, I have been saved since 2018 after being away for 30-plus years, so I'm glad to be back, uh, attend a Calvary Church, and I was just wondering, uh, she asked for an Ascension Bible that is the um, Great Adventure Bible, Catholic Bible, for Christmas, and uh, expressed her joy of kind of spending time Bible studying with me, and so I'm just curious on how to go on this journey with her, and um, that's that's about it, just yeah, and it's, it's so wonderful, you know, that you're coming back and you're growing and you're going in the Word of God and just keep sharing with her, you know, to keep sharing with her about what, the, you know, the Lord is doing in your life, what He means to you. Um, may she see the joy uh, 
uh, of the Lord uh, in your heart and, you know, the countenance of the Lord and just encourage her in every way. And I think that's going to go a long ways. You know, one of the things that we talked about on Sunday, um, Debbie, is I have stopped. We're in Matthew and for the Christmas season for four weeks, uh, how we can move forward in difficult days. And one of the things that we talked about was being a godly example. And it was Paul, you can look at First Timothy chapter 4, verse 12. He says, Timothy, you be godly example in word, in conduct, in faith, in love, and in purity. And you continue to be that godly example. And as you're that godly example in the things that you say, and your conduct, in your faith, and just trusting the Lord, and, and you know, just living for the Lord, um, you, you know, you're going to see that it's going to be an incredible witness to her. You know, I grew up in the Catholic Church, too. And, um, you know, our whole family was Catholic. And the one thing my parents ended up getting saved, my sister was the first one to kind of break away from the Catholic Church. She started going to a Calvary Chapel back in the 70s when there was no Calvary Chapels. (laughs) It was one of the only few Calvary Chapels outside of Southern California. And and she, you know, just to see her life change, because I knew about God, you, you know, I had been through First Communion and, and yeah. Confirmation and all of that, um, but I didn't know the Scriptures. I, I didn't know Him personally. And she kept bugging me about coming to church and coming to church. Finally, I just went just to kind of shut her up. And when the Word of God came forth and, um, you know, it hit me right between the eyes and it hit me in the heart that the word of God coming alive, just keep giving her Jesus and the word of God and encouraging her and praying with her, giving her truth. And as you do, you're going to see that it's going to be a tremendous benefit and blessing to her. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm a little intimidated, but <laughs> I'll do my best. And I know I have some great people around me to guide me on my journey. Yeah. As well. so thank and you be for praying. everything you do. Yeah, you bet. And be praying for her. You know, just really be praying for her and be praying with her. And, uh, you know, it took, with my mom, I remember talking to her about those things. And just may she just see the love and the reality of Jesus Christ in you and and may it just um, be something that she says, I desire this as well. So I want to pray for you, and I want to pray for your mom. Father, I just pray for Debbie. I just pray that uh, she's come back to you. I thank you for that. She's growing in the Word. She wants to minister to her mom. And, Lord, um, I just pray that you give her wisdom, that you give her insight. But, Lord, I also pray for her mom that you would just soften her heart that you would open up her eyes, that she would just come to know you more, to love you, to love your word. And Lord, that this year, 2022, would be a year where you are working in their lives in an incredible way. And Lord, that they would grow in faith. And we know that faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And I pray that you would just um, just give Debbie wisdom and um, insight, how he can she can minister to her mom and walk this journey uh, with her. I thank you for her concern, her love for her mom. And Lord, I just pray that you would just work in an incredible way. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Debbie, Have a wonderful day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. You bet. Absolutely. Hey, we're getting ready to go to break here in just a little bit. We do have an open line, and so just hoping, Marcus, that you'll stay on and Evangeline that are on uh, waiting for our phone calls. We're going to go to a break. It's the only break of the program, and we're going to continue with the phone lines. 303-690-3000, call in number, grab one of those open lines. we got plenty of time. And then the text line, 720-336-0897. Stay tuned to Calvary Live. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. So glad that you have joined us for the second half of this program. we got full lines. I'm going to go to the phone lines in just a minute. So when somebody hangs up, you can grab one of those open lines. We've had a great, great first half of the show Just want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening, being a part of Calvary Live all year long. Uh, What a blessing for us to get together and over the airwaves, and uh, perhaps you're listening on a mobile device or on the website, Grace FM website. Uh, Just so grateful that we can come together and talk about the Lord, go to the Word of the Lord, pray uh, for those who are calling in. Uh, What a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for us. So, Hey, I just want to encourage you that as Friday is Christmas Eve, that you invite somebody out to Christmas Eve service. I know that we're, with the, you know, the the COVID seems like it never ends or anything, and some of you um, want to be careful. But for those of you who are going to be going to church, invite somebody who be willing to come. And uh, this is a time of the year where people are more willing to go than ever before. Or just encourage them, or or even if they don't want to go to church, maybe read the Christmas story to them and tell them what it means to you and how the Lord came to this world. So it's a great opportunity to minister to, to individuals here in Greeley. Uh, my name is Jeff Figs at Calvary Chapel Greeley in northern Colorado. For those of you in the Greeley area, we are having Christmas Eve services at noon, 2 o'clock, and 4 o'clock family services. And then on New Year's Eve, on uh, the 31st of December, a week from Christmas Eve, I'm doing a prophecy update. The message is entitled, The Nation's Rage at 7 o'clock. And also, if you want to tune in anywhere, um, that you can tune in. Those of you who are listening to this, um, as I do the prophecy update, you can listen to it uh, live stream at Calvary Chapel Greeley, G-R-E-E-L-E-Y dot org, O-R-G. And uh, you can listen and live stream the Prophecy Update, and you don't want to miss it. We're going to talk about how the nations play a role in the last days. And so that's on the 31st at 7 o'clock, very popular. We get a great response for that. The Prophecy Update on Jan- or December 31st, 7 o'clock Mountain Time, um, and here in Colorado. So looking forward to that. Hey, um, just want to... Uh, go to the phone lines, and Marcus in Baltimore has been waiting. Marcus? Yes. How you doing, Pastor hey. Jeff? 
Good. Thanks for holding. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. I listen to you every day, so I finally called in. So I didn't have a, a question. Uh, one of the Gospels, Jesus healed a blind man. Um, then he asked him, what do he see? And he said, I see men walking as trees. And then he heals him again and asks him, and he said, I see clearly. I just wanted to know why did Jesus uh, perform that uh, certain miracle two times, I guess you would say. Yeah, and that's a good question, because you read that, and I've read commentaries on, well, Jesus made a mistake. Well, Jesus didn't make any mistakes. Um, right. You know, he he touched the man's eyes, and he says, what do you see? And he sees, I see men walking like trees, and then he touched them a second time. Then he could see them clearly. But here's the application that I make, Marcus, as I read about that. We we come to the the Lord, you know. We were blind, but now we see. John chapter 9, the man who was born blind, and Jesus touched him, mm-hmm. and he could see. That's that's you and me. Um, and he, he opens up our eyes spiritually. But as we go through life, sometimes we don't see people the way that, that we should. You know, he said that I see men, you know, like trees, and and we see individuals, and we want to bark at them. We want, you know, we want to come against them. We we get agitated with them, and I have to pray, Lord, touch me a second time, Lord, touch me again, so I can see people the way that you want me to see them. And that's part of that process of sanctification. Help me to love people. Uh, I don't know why Jesus touched them a second time. I don't believe that Jesus made a mistake. I don't think that he goofed or he had an off day. There is a reason for it. And as I read it, and it's recorded for us in the Gospels uh, for us to, to look at, and not only the implication there, but what's the application for me, is, Lord, I thank you that you saved me. When I before I got saved, Marcus, I didn't care about people. I didn't care about anybody. Just leave me alone. I lived here in Colorado. I lived up in the mountains by myself in the woods. I was just fine with that. But the Lord had to touch me again. So, you know, he gave me a heart for people, and I think we need that so we can see people the way that he wants us to see them. And we, you know, can grow in that love and have compassion for people and desire to minister to them. So that's the application that I make for that story, uh, that account as I read it in the Gospel. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because I had read a lot of commentaries on my Logos Bible software, and uh, ain't, it wasn't much said on that, but that's a good uh, a good take on it. Uh, that's better than what I got reading. So um, wow. I, I appreciate that, Pastor Jeff. And I looked at it as a spiritual thing also um, uh, when you yeah. touched them the first time. Well, thank you for that. You bet, Marcus. Hey, Marcus, you have a Merry Christmas. You too. Yep, keep reading, okay? So glad that Marcus called. Yeah, all right, good. Thank, thank you. Hey, 303-690-3000's call-in number. I believe that we have an open line, so give me a call. Good question, Marcus. Appreciate those guys from Hope uh, FM. They're in Baltimore. Always love to hear from you guys. And uh, keep calling in. And uh, and let's go to, let's see where we're at, Evangeline in Arvada. Evangeline? Yes. 
Hi, Pastor. You're on. Good evening. You're on. Blessing. Good evening. Yeah, what can we do for you? I have a prayer request. Um, I would like prayer for two of my daughters. They're adult daughters, and they're like a year apart, but they've been in conflict, and they haven't spoke to each other. It's going on three years now. We're going into a new year now, and I really appreciate help with prayer. Absolutely. And it's so hard, isn't it, when, you know, family, there's strained and strained and and um, Father, we do pray. We pray for uh, Evangeline, her two daughters, to come together. You know exactly what's keeping them apart, the friction, the, um, everything that, that has gone on uh, to cause the relationship uh, to be strained, to be severed. And Lord, we pray for your healing. We pray that you would bring them back, that there would be a softening of heart, and that there would be two hearts that would say, that we need to forgive, and we need to come together, and um, and Lord may not whatever the disagreement, um, that they would know that a relationship with siblings and with family is so important, because family is a gift, and Lord I just pray for this healing in this relationship, and I pray for Evangeline that you would help her with any opportunity to be able to be used to minister to her daughters. To, to have the right words to say, the wisdom to say. But, Lord, you're the one that we ask to intervene because we know that it's your desire um, that there be coming together for there to be the forgiveness and the healing in the relationship and the restoring in the relationship. Um, and we ask for that work in this new year. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God Thank you, you, Pastor. Thank you so much. You bet. And you have a Merry Christmas. You do the same. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I was talking to my own children about is, you know, as, as parents, we're getting our children um, gifts, and, and we want to do that. But I was talking to them about um, the gift that um, me and Sue, my wife, have uh, made it a priority to give to them is, number one, the gift of love. Um, to raise them in the love of Jesus Christ and um, to, to have a love for him, how much he means to us, how much he loves them, uh, the gift of love, and, and, and then just loving them. And the way to, to love them is to raise them in the ways of the Lord, to give them truth. So the gift of love, and then second of all, the gift of faith, um, to, to just raise them in um the faith and then the truth of Jesus Christ and uh, to pray for them, to minister to them. And then thirdly, the gift of family because family is so important. And the Lord, he's the one that ordained family uh, as he brings a husband and wife together. The two shall become one flesh. And that starts a family. And as you read the scriptures, family was everything. Uh, Family is so important. and, And sometimes um, that gets a little bit diminished in our culture and in our world. Um, and we all have family stuff, don't we? And maybe perhaps you got um, problems in your family where relationships are severed or um, you have family members, children that are um, have walked away from the Lord, but keep praying uh, because the Lord loves families and he desires to bring families together. 
And that's my prayer for this Christmas and for the new year, that perhaps that there's pain and separation in your family, that the Lord would bring healing and that the Lord would bring comfort and he would bring a restoring together for those of you whose hearts hurt and keep calling out to the Lord because I believe that that's um, a place where the Lord uh, really wants to work and it desires to work. So keep praying. I hope that encourages you. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to William in Atlanta. William? Hello? Hey, William. Welcome to the program. Hey, hey how you doing? Uh, I, I was riding in my car, and I uh, heard you heard your voice and your message and what what you was doing and it and it, it really touched me um Good. you know your the, the eloquency of your voice if that be the case but i i have a strong uh i have a prayer request absolutely we, we want to pray for you so how can we pray for you um i got a my my son is uh incarcerated he's uh 20 years old and um, it's been a burden, not a burden, but it's, it's been burdensome on the family, on me, his mother, my sister, I mean, his his sister, my mother, the grandparents. And we don't really know what happened, but we know he's claiming innocence. He's claiming his innocence. He's, he's innocent. And mm-hmm. I'm just calling in for prayer, for for strength, um, for me, um uh, Anisha, Asia, you know that God will help us and show, give us wisdom, and show us what to do. Give us strength. Absolutely, and He th- desires to give you strength. And Father, I just pray for William. He he heard us on the radio. He he was prompted to call for prayer for his son, Lord, that's incarcerated. Lord, I pray for him for all of the family. Lord, it's a very difficult time, especially at Christmas, to be away. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would work. And, Lord, you care for those who are, Lord, um, incarcerated. And, Lord, I just pray that for his son, that there would be those who would be available to minister to him, to give them the word of God and the love of Jesus Christ. I pray for William and his family that you would just um, help them, Lord, during this time that they're away from him. But, Lord, to to be able to minister to him still. And, Lord, I pray that you would work and that you would draw his son to you in every way. And, Lord, that you would work. You know everything that's going on. And, Lord, I just pray for strength. I just pray for strength for them. I pray for wisdom. I pray for comfort. I pray that uh, you would give them everything that they need, that they wouldn't be anxious, but, Lord, that they know that they can trust you and they can rest in your love. And Lord, that your word is, is that you are working. You're working a work, and you haven't forsaken them. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would just, uh, Lord, show yourself strong on behalf of this family and this son. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We'll be praying, William. Amen. God bless Thank you. you. God bless you. All right. Call back. Let us know how things are going, okay? Okay, I will. Thank you. All right. Merry Christmas. 
303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Let's keep moving along. Let's go to Memphis, Tennessee on line two, CJ. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, my question, I have like a two-part thing. Uh, one, I have a prayer request at the end that I just, I see, I see what Christ sees, okay? And then my question, though, is that, and I know this is a stupid question, and I'm not questioning God, and I don't want to think that. But why did God create evil? Because even himself said that, you know, it repented him that he made man. And he said, I, for I make good and I make evil. Uh, what is there an ulterior, I shouldn't say an ulterior motive, but is there a motive to allow free will? And I don't even know how to really word this. It's such a deep Well, I, I think I know kind of where you're going, and it's not a stupid question. It's a questions that gets asked all the time. People can ask me, you know, um, did God create evil? When God created, when you go through the, the Genesis account, he created on the first day, second day. He created all the way through day six, and when he created, he said, it is good. It is good. It is good. When he made man, he said, it's very good. So when he created, there was that that purity that that um, that was uh, in the creation. It is because of the free will of man that God gave Adam a free will. He said, you can eat of all the trees, but if this tree don't eat of it. And Adam chose not to obey God. And as he sinned against God, that's when sin and death came into the world. So as you read Romans chapter 5, it says, because of Adam's sin, sin and death came into the world. Okay, So when God created, it was all good. Um, but Adam, of course, disobeyed God because God gave him a free will. Um, and here's the thing. Love demands a choice. God doesn't uh, hold, you know, we're not puppets. Um, you know, we have the the choice. There, There's the sovereignty of God to where he, we read in the Bible that he chooses us. You know, Jesus said, uh, you didn't choose me, I chose you to the disciples. Paul writes about how he chose us before the foundation of the world. But also there is the other side of the spectrum where we have choice, and he doesn't force us um, to to love him, um, but he draws us to him by the Holy Spirit. And so that free will is worked in in that way. So sin and death has now come into the world, and of course there's evil and, and in the world, and one day he's going to put it all down and, I, and put it, um, crush it, and then um, we will be with him. Uh, where there will be no more evil. As you read the last two chapters of the book of Revelation, uh, we're going to be with him in the new heaven, new earth, new Jerusalem. No more sorrow, no more sickness, no more evil. So I don't know if that's kind of what you were looking at uh, as you asking that question, but it's a good question. People ask that all the time. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you. Uh, do you have some, like, some scriptures? Because I'm, I'm really just trying to jumpstart my, uh, my study, to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know this is a great station. You guys do wonderful things here. I've heard a lot of blessings come out of this through the, you know, through the Word of God. Uh, and boy, is he mighty! Uh, but you really know, he a, is. Go ahead. You know, CJ, what I would do is is read the first couple chapters of Genesis and the creation where he created, and it was all good. 
But then read Romans, in Romans chapter 5 particularly, where he says, when sin and death came into the world because of Adam's sin. So those are right now what uh, the verses that will help you understand um, because of Adam's sin and what the last Adam did in bringing life. In the book of, of Romans, particularly Paul, very systematically and theologically, he takes us through that we've all sinned, and and then he gives the answer to it um, as uh, he presents that case. So you might start there and um, and see kind of where that takes you. May I say one more thing? I don't know about time, but may I say one more thing? Just to uh-huh. the viewers, uh, because I inspire to be a preacher. I think that's what God has called me to be with the preacher, because I can't stop. Right. But uh, when you're faced with the world to not to not give in, to preach the word as Jesus did, and just know that the world hated him first, so it will hate you, or it will repent yeah. and turn its ways. Uh, and fear not and speak. Uh, it's it's a powerful thing when you use the Word of God, but you have to know the Word of God to use the Word of God, so stay in it. Hey. Amen. And and that's what we're to do, and keep, keep growing in the Word. So thank you, CJ. Appreciate it. Hey, God bless you. Merry Christmas. Hey, thank you. You too. You bet. Absolutely. Hey, let's go to Cindy and Aurora. Hi, Pastor. Cindy, how can we pray for you? Yes. Um, it's okay. No. We can just pray, okay? Yeah. Father, I pray for Cindy. And, and Lord, uh, right now, is I just pray for restoring in her marriage. Um, Lord, you know everything that she's going through. And especially at Christmas, the pain that's in her heart and the confusion, um, the difficulty. Lord, I just pray that you would just, Lord, work. I think about, even as I was reading Habakkuk this week, uh, he was confused. And and he was calling out to you. And you said that I will work a work in this day and that you would do that with Cindy, that you bring somehow a restoring of the marriage, bring healing to her strength, bring wisdom to her, everything that she needs this Christmas season and into the new year. You know the circumstances. And I just pray that you would just uh, bring the comfort that she needs right now as well. So I lift her up to you, Lord. And she would know that you will not divorce her, that you will be faithful to her. And I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs> I really appreciate so, that. You bet, Cindy. And I'm so sorry. You hang on to the Lord, okay? Yes, I just want to obey Him. <laughs> so thank you so Absol- much. Merry Absolutely. Christmas. And Merry Christmas to you. I think we got all open lines right now. You know, one of the text questions that came in, there's one text question that came in, and I said, do you think that next year things will get better? And um, I'm not sure exactly what that person is texting, but that is the question. You know, as we find ourselves at the end of a year in the Christmas season, I know that this year has been challenging, and um, it's been difficult. We're in the second year of this pandemic, and and we're hearing how the Omicron is spreading, and it seems like we just we can't get out of this. And 
a lot of people are fearful right now, and a lot of people are anxious right now, and even Christians uh, going into the new year. Is it going to get better with the pandemic? Uh, I, I would pray that it is. We need to keep praying. Is it going to get better economically? Uh, I don't know, uh, as we have the challenges uh, here in Colorado, as you're listening, those of you on the front range, it hasn't even snowed yet. You know, at least up here in Greeley and a lot of the front range, it's just odd. And and a number of people have said that they feel like this Christmas has been a lot more somber and and um, and maybe it's the warm weather, uh, maybe because we're still dealing with the pandemic, maybe the uncertainty of everything that's going on. Uh, I don't know if it's going to get better politically, economically, you know, culturally. Uh, matter of fact, the, the Word of God says that it will be perilous in the last days. But what I pray is that we would realize, even as I, I was thinking about this today, between Malachi and the announcement that came to, to of course, Zacharias, John the Baptist, and then, of course, to Mary, that she'd be carrying the Christ child, is that there was 400 years between, they're called uh, the Old Testament and the New Testament, they're called the silent years. And in those 400 years, maybe perhaps God's people thought that, Lord, have you forgotten about us? And why this silence? And why it seems like it's such dark days? Because they went through a lot. It was the Romans that were in control during the time of Jesus. And Caesar Augustus is making this decree that everybody's got to register for new taxes and a census. And we know that Herod the Great was ruling in Judea. He was a ruthless man. The religious leaders, they were brutal. You know, they didn't care about the people. that They were, in, you know, showing contempt to the people and, and making it very burdensome to the people. And as we considered that, the people were very much afraid. And all of a sudden, in the darkness on that night in Bethlehem, the light of the world came. And I was thinking about, even as in Isaiah chapter 9, that it talks about that we who have seen a great light, those who dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. And even though we see things that are all around us that are uncertain, we have a certainty, and that is Jesus Christ has come to this world. Emmanuel, God is with us. And he hasn't forsaken us, and he loves us, and he cares for us. And I pray that we would remember that. And today is the shortest day of the year. It's already dark as I'm closing the the show here in Colorado. And tomorrow, the days start to get longer. It's going to be two seconds longer tomorrow. I was looking at it at the stats. and But the thing is that we have light in the darkness. And the way that it can be better for us and how we can move forward without being anxious is making the Word of God a priority in prayer, and that through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. The peace of God that passes understanding. He says you don't have to be anxious, but be a man or woman of prayer, trusting in the Lord. And there's going to be a lot of voices around us, and you know, even there's a lot of fear that's given to us, and reason to fear, and the uncertainty, and and we all go through the trials and difficulties, but I want you to know this, Emmanuel, God is with us. God is with us. 
and that we can be established in that and that we can look to him and know that he's going to come back for us, that he desires to work in our lives and continue in the word. You must continue in these perilous times, Timothy, in the word of God, and it is beneficial and profitable for you. And that continue in prayer, and he desires for us to be strong and courageous. And remember Joshua, he went into the promised land, and he said to the Lord to him that you meditate on the word of God day and night. Meditate on the word of God day and night. And so you keep in the word, keep close to him, keep your mind on the things above, not on the things of the world. And always remember this, that light has come to the darkness, and we have the light of the world, and people are looking for light. We have the light of the world in us. They don't know where to look. So we need to shine it upon them, the light of Jesus Christ. I want to thank you also for all those who, you're a part of Calvary Live this year. It's such a privilege for me to be with you and to be on air with you. I pray that you have a very, very Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. And I pray that God works on your behalf and you grow in the grace and the love and just the mercy of Jesus Christ and that you would stay close to him and that you be used of him to truly give that light to others that are in the dark. He wants to use us in that way. So God bless you. Have a very Merry Christmas. Remember to to worship the Lord this Christmas, this Christmas Eve. If you're going to church, invite somebody out to those church services. And I'll be back with you next time after Christmas. God bless you. Have a great evening. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.